Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Uh, today we will go through readings from both Strengthening My Recovery and Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go. We start with the false self. The dysfunction is encoded into our souls as the false self. Many of us could be ourselves as children. In order to survive, we bought our parents' negative messages, and then as adults, we repeated their dishonest justifications for crazy behavior. Parents' negative messages, uh, dysfunctional grandmothers, uh, relatives on the wrong side of the family. Um, We remember that our destructive false pride that wouldn't allow us to admit mistakes or feel vulnerable. On some level, we always knew what we were doing, but our false self was in charge and we didn't have the words or thought processes to do things differently or to express true feelings. Yeah, not the network, not the support group, not uh, you know various tools, spiritual answers. Uh, back to the passage. What hurts the most is that for those of us who have children, we model this dishonest behavior for them. As much as we tried to stop ourselves, we just couldn't see our way through to show them a better side. In recovery, we now see that our wounds were so deep that it's hard to imagine that we had a hold that big in our soul. Today, we can see that our lack of honesty for so long is constant proof of the trauma we suffered as children and the reason we need ACA to break the cycle. This is where we strip away all the layers of shame that created our false self. We now more readily admit our shortcomings because as adults, we can handle any fallout. In doing so, we help keep the family craziness from growing. On this day, I release my false self and have the courage to admit when I'm wrong. I do this so that the hurt stops piling up for both myself and others. And yeah, just if because the false self makes the mistake doesn't mean, doesn't absolve me, you know, to make the responsibility. You just quickly admit you're wrong and you move move on. It's a better life for me, a better life for other people. Woof, the next one. Authority figures. Authority figures scare us and we feel afraid when we need to talk to them. As children, we may have been terrified to voice the thought about anything to authority figures in our lives. We learn to keep quiet because we usually didn't know what reaction we might get. Yeah, I mean, it was sometimes it was a glare or it was a screech. Uh, it could have been happiness, but it was was fairly unpredictable. It was like a roulette wheel at times. As adults, we may still have found ourselves reacting to authority in the same manner, whether it was in a work environment or even a social group or organization that resembled a workplace structure or purpose. We may have tried to avoid authority figures, but they're everywhere. Being self-employed didn't insulate us from these interactions either. This is a great part of ACA is just to realize that, you know, the extreme solution wouldn't have even worked, which is run the show. And it's kind of crazy if that's your only reason for being self-employed is because you fear authority figures. Back to the... And, you know, I have full compassion. It's just it's just a miracle of this program that I can... You know, one of the things I, I always like to remind myself is the problem is I, I didn't know what the problem is. And, you know, you know to be compassionate and kind uh, to myself. Even in ACA, some of us blame others in roles of authority where we find ourselves recreating our family structure. But recovery is where we can become aware of our reactions and practice new ways of acting. 
Before we talk to an authority figure, we can stop and perform a reality check. Are we imagining the worst? Yeah, oftentimes feels like it. Is this person going to respond like my dysfunctional parent did years ago? Wow. The answer is no. The answer is no. I mean, it just would make sense, right? You, you come from different backgrounds and everybody's a function of you know, their environment, the, the family they grew up in, the demographic area. So is this person going to respond like my dysfunctional parent did years ago? And the answer would always be no. Doesn't mean it could, it might not even disp- respond as good. Um, you know, in some cases, it might not be excited for you. Um, but it's going to be different. And I think one of the consequences of being an ACA is constantly recreating experiences where there's nothing to recreate, which is where, you know, some of us hear the words, you're your own worst enemy, or you need to get out of your own way. It's like, yeah, we're creating something that isn't there. It's an illusion. Wow. Back to the reading. If we are fearful, a very successful technique many of us use is to write a script and role play with a trusted friend. As part of this process, we give ourselves plenty of affirmations. Wow, it reminds me of another program that has changed my life. Growth happens when we find that the more we actually do talk to authority figures, the more our confidence increases. At least we begin to see ourselves as recovering adults, not fearful children. On this day, I will use my recovery wisdom and strength as I interact with authority figures. I am no longer frozen by fear. It's like ACA is doing something that I thought boxing or jiu-jitsu could do. Moving on to the next reading, uh, the third of seven. This one is dreams. Dreams. We thought we had forgotten these dreams, but our inner child remembers. Woof, that is hard to read. As children, we had an innocent wish to be heard, held, and protected. But in most of our homes, that didn't happen. When we spoke, it was usually the beginning of trouble. When we tried to cuddle or show affection, we, ignore, we were ignored, laughed at, or flirted with. Most of the time, we were alone. The idea of being protected was non-existent. We grew up in a world where the norm was anything goes, anytime. It was almost impossible to keep up with what was going on, but we did our best. We fantasized about having a different family where we could be ourselves and it would be okay. We wished for a place overflowing with love, a safe place where voices were soft and sweet, and where everyone just talked, laughed, and played together. It is so sad that we didn't get that. We deserved a bright and happy childhood, didn't we? Our inner child is still waiting for this dream to be made real. The desire is still as strong as it was long ago. Who is going to be the person to bring this dream to this child? In the ACA program, we find that dreams can come true. Here, we are able to begin again, one day at a time. We can give our inner child all that we weren't given. Recovering dreams is what this program is all about. On this day, I know that I deserve my dreams. I'm willing to work to make them come true. 
with the help of ACA. Wow, do I feel just so grateful and fortunate right now to be doing a podcast on the subject that matter that really interests me and is really applicable uh, to me. And uh, wow, we deserve to brighten. The desire is still as strong as it was long ago. Who is going to be that person to bring the dreams to this child? Well, it won't be me alone, but it's up to me to provide a supporting network and structure uh, to do that and to put myself in a winning situation. And a situation where I'm up early, not when I'm down. (laughs) Wow, that's really powerful. The next reading, I mean, they all are, but that one... um, Affection. Our false self constantly seeks outward affection, recognition, or praise, but we secretly believe we don't deserve it. Yeah. Many of us spent for, for is this compulsive need to prove. Many of us spent forever trying to portray an image of having it all together, seeking approval by acting or dressing in a certain way. We look to those who seem more confident to tell us how to think and feel. Yeah, that part hasn't changed. And what's funny is a lot of the people who seem more confident really aren't. A lot of times, the emperor wears no clothes. Anyways, back to the reading. By doing so, we learn not to trust our own intuition. Yep. We were completely at the mercy of others. We were disconnected from our physical and emotional selves. When we finally received some recognition, perhaps on the job, after working nearly around the clock, our sense of satisfaction was short-lived. Deep down, we knew we didn't deserve the recognition because our inner critical voice was saying, if they saw the real me, this wouldn't be happening. But as life changes in recovery, we now look for our self-esteem within ourselves and in our relationship with our higher power, not other people. We let the peace of the ACA program grow inside us, one day at a time, through rigorous honesty, striving to know and understand our inner child. We stop people-pleasing because it deeply damages us. We have finally become the center of our own lives with an inner loving parent who won't abandon us. On this day... I put myself first and let others think what they will. I'm enough just where I stand right now. And I think that inner loving parent has to stand up a little bit more. And, you know, you know, when I feel like I need to change my mind because, you know, my inner child doesn't like to do it. A lot of times I still can, you know, like it said, we stop our people pleasing ways. And I think as part of my daily review, I do have to look in places, you know, where I was people pleasing and, you know, I think in future uh, future episodes, definitely going to start reading a little bit from the laundry uh, Tony A's the laundry list as well as the Big Red Book. Wow! Now we are moving on to Melody Beatty's "The Language of Letting Go." Topic is trusting our higher power. Made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood Him. So much talk about higher power, God as we understand God. So much joy as we come to understand him. Spirituality and spiritual growth are the foundations of change. Recovery from codependency is not a do-it-yourself task. Wow, wow. recovery from codependency is not a do-it-yourself task. <laughs> Life is not a do-it-yourself task. Is God a relentless taskmaster, a hard-hearted, shaming wizard with tricks up his sleeve? Is God deaf, uncaring, haphazard, unforgiven? Well, if you raise in a dysfunctional family you might think so and just reading this out loud um, I will take Melody Beatty's opinion over any of the people so the answer is no 
A loving God, a caring God, that is the God of our recovery. No more pain than necessary for usefulness, healing, and cleansing. As much goodness and joy as our heart can hold, as soon as our heart is healed, open and ready to receive God, approving, accepting, instantly forgiven. God has planned little gifts along the way to brighten our day, and sometimes big, delightful surprises, perfectly timed, perfect for us. A master artist, God will weave together all our joy, sadness, and experience to create a portrait of our life with depth, beauty, sensitivity, color, humor, and feeling. God, as we understand him, a loving God, the God of our recovery. Today, I will open up myself to the care of a loving God, then I will let God show me love. The next reading is rejecting shame. Shame can be a powerful force in our life. Oh my goodness, is it ever. It is the trademark of dysfunctional families. Authentic, legitimate guilt is the feeling or thought that we did it, that what we did is not okay. It indicates that our behavior needs to be corrected or altered, or an amend needs to be made. Shame is an overwhelming negative sense that who we are isn't okay. Shame is a no-win situation. We can change our behaviors, but we can't change who we are. Shame can propel us deeper into self-defeating and sometimes self-destructive behaviors. What are the things that cause us to feel shame? We may feel ashamed when we have a problem or someone we love has a problem. We may feel ashamed for making mistakes or for succeeding. We may feel ashamed about certain feelings or thoughts. We may feel ashamed when we have fun, feel good, or are vulnerable enough to show ourselves to others. Some of us feel ashamed just for being. Wow. We may feel ashamed when we have a problem. Yes. Someone we love has a problem. Pressured. We may feel ashamed for making mistakes or for succeeding. I would add not succeeding quicker. We may feel ashamed about certain feelings or thoughts. Yes, you know, a lot of distorted things. We may feel ashamed when we're having fun, yet feel good or vulnerable. You know, it's just funny. It wasn't until I got to 12 Steps that I realized that rest was a vital and very important. And I could read all the sleeping books in the, in the, in the, in the world, but if I had any kind of self-respect and the self-love, which is you know, toxic shame can get in the middle of, you know, you just realize that, you know, I'm tired, I should sleep more. You know, like that's, when you're so disconnected from your body and you're, you know, instead of should rather than how am I? Am I tired? You know, maybe sometimes you only need three hours of sleep or 12 hours of sleep. And other people are just that. They're other people. You know, that ACA trait of, adult children trait of, uh, guessing what's normal. I think that was in um, a book. So, okay, back to the passage. Shame is a spell that others put on us to control us. Yeah, like this douchebag Indian person that I was just, well, whatever. Shame is, is a spell others put on us to control us, to keep us playing our part in dysfunctional systems. It is a smell many of us have learned to put on ourselves. Learning to reject shame can change the quality of our life. It's okay to be who we are. We're good enough. Our feelings are okay. Our past is okay. It's okay to have problems, make mistakes, and struggle to find our path. It's okay to be human and cherish our humanness. Accepting ourselves is the first step toward recovery. Letting go about shame, about who we are, is the next important step. Today I will watch for 
signs that I've fallen into shame's trap. If I get hooked into shame, I will get myself out by accepting myself and affirming that it is okay to be who I am. And finally, enjoying recovery. What a journey. Wow, this is how I feel when I do step writing in UA. This process of growth and change takes us along an ever-changing road. Sometimes the way is hard and craggy. Sometimes we climb mountains. Sometimes we slide down the other side on a toboggan. Sometimes we rest. Sometimes we grope through the darkness. Sometimes we're blinded by sunlight. At times, many may walk with us on the road. Sometimes we feel nearly alone. Every change, always interesting, always leading someplace better, someplace good. What a journey. Today, God, God, help me relax and enjoy the scenery. Help me know I'm right where I need to be on my journey. Always look up, I think someone said. And that concludes the readings. Thank you so much uh, for listening. Until next time, this is Kowan Saluja reminding myself to pause because that is where God is. To love myself and to feel my feelings.